Hello and welcome to Breaking Late. I'm your host, Michael, and joining me this week is everyone again. So we'll just go through the cast. Mitch, how are you, mate, over in Queensland? Yeah, pretty right, man. Bit cold, but should be right. Yeah, you're all rugged up. Cold. <laughs> okay, we'll just I'm from what is it, 22? <laughs> Hannah, how are you Marvelous. in freezing Melbourne? 17 right now, thank mate, you I'm back in the land of employment. I am amazing. That's good to hear. That's good. And JD, you're with me up in the territory. How are you, mate? Fantastic. Weather's been perfect. Can't complain about nothing, mate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're sitting at a nice, it's what, 20 past six at night. It's 31 degrees. It's perfect. <laughs> uh, Hang on. I'll right, check Give me a sec. Yeah, okay. It's the weather <laughs> podcast now. There's no racing going on. So it's where's the weather like in your house. Oh, no. It's warm, it's warm today. It's 15 this, here. It's warm. This feels Ooh. like a shit. Shit discussion with someone you don't really like, but you don't have anything else to talk about. She's <laughs> yeah, oh, a bit breezy uh, out today, mate. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. How you been? Yeah, good, mate. Uh, how's the weather been? Oh, yeah, like this. <laughs> Pretend to check text message or something. In oh, I just got a phone call. Oh. Oh, I'm, oh, bro, I'm, no, I'm out. I've got to go. Sorry. Good What's to this podcast? Yeah, no, no, we'll catch up for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's apparently racing, but, you know, there has not been that much, so... Um, anything we want to talk about now. We've been doing a lot of racing, <laughs> more than normal. We have. Just not at the um, real time. <laughs> well, we wrapped up our season. Well, good good segue into that. We wrapped up our season on Saturday night. We finished a five-week, five-round season. Right. Um, did you guys enjoy it? I mean, we all had a blast. It was. I did. It was great. Fun. The hour-long race was awesome, too. I preferred it. So yeah. we had been doing 40-minute races um, on a Saturday night. And the final race, they did up it to an hour, which I think worked out really well. It brought it a lot of – more strategy involved. You could do a one-stopper or a two-stopper. Um, yeah. Fuel you could I may not save have to make it work as well. Mm. Save time. Well, you do what we did and just put a little bit too much fuel in. Yeah, I got mine pretty close. Hey, I only finished the race with two liters left, which is not a whole lap. I barely got to do a burnout. <laughs> I put in too much. I think I still had oh, eight liters of fuel left in the car. Yeah, Roger. That's a so, lot. That's a bit too much. That's nearly two laps. Yeah, but I wanted to be able to do skids at the end of the race. I didn't want to cross the line and run out. Oh, yeah, that's Fair what enough. it was. Yeah. Well, because at the yeah. end of the race, we all had to drive around the whole track yeah. and jumping the um, tire barrier. <laughs> Straight up, I left it to my crew chief and he fucked it. Is what it is, bros. <laughs> what did you end up with, Mitch? I had 10 litres left. He didn't really fuck it. It was all right. Yeah. I was better than my crew chief when we did um, Laguna Seca and I pitted like first lap or second lap. Because oh, yeah. I was getting destroyed. Like I just had a horrible start, and my guy put in 31 liters, and then everyone on our radio is going, "Yeah, I put in 50 liters or 60 liters," and I'm like, "I did not put enough fuel in." <laughs> yeah. uh, there was a shitty Michael on Discord that night. Uh, was anyone watch my long that night? <laughs> no, no, I left after that. Um, but the the race that we had this week last night, well on Saturday was fantastic. We actually had Warren Luff in, Todd Hazelwood and Macaulay Jones. I beat now, Luffy. Yeah, you guys did. <laughs> I, I, no, okay, we, need in, we need to put this all in context. Yeah, come on. Let's, Luff let's, let's doesn't do a have his own, Yeah, Luff doesn't have his own simulator. He went around to a mate's house to borrow it, had done no practice. <laughs> I think there's talk about muting my microphone right now. I can see a lot of hands like, but anyway, no, really he, he, I can give him the props, but it's a hard track. Oh, sorry, it's a hard game to not lock up brakes and take people out. And he did race really cleanly, so I was, I was pretty happy with that. If he was the only wild card, so why didn't he beat yeah. me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the only wild card we actually got to race. <laughs> I never got to see yeah, any of the needed, other ones. You needed to I find that a bit more. <laughs> we raced all the other ones. We just never seen them. <laughs> I never. I not once saw Anton at Phillip Island. Like oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I missed my best lap at Laguna. 
I'm I got qualifying. I followed him. Like, that'll do. Thank you. Yeah, I, I got to saw, see Matt go a little bit too closely. Like, he put me in the fence. Qualifying. <laughs> 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 Which is not the best start to my qualifying. <laughs> but anyway, you wow. get that. Big jobs. <laughs> Would you guys all do this um, iRacing again? Yeah. Yeah. With, to be yeah, honest, yeah. I extra. Go for it, Mitch. She's. That was it. That was <laughs> uh, I, I, to be honest, I actually had a chat with Jess about it. I said, uh, for the last few years, because of business, etc., I haven't been able to afford to go go-kart racing uh, with all of my other interests with fishing, etc. And I actually said to this, I didn't think doing competitive racing would sort of fill my void for wanting to go go-karting, but it has been that good to get on and actually have competitive and you don't want it to be as competitive as it is because we're not really, we're not at the front of the field. We're 10th, 11th and 13th or 12th or something. In the um, standings or? No, for the weekend. Oh, that race. Uh, yeah. Okay. I come 12th, you come 11th, JD, but if we take those two wild cars out of the equation, you came 9th yeah. and I came 10th. That's there you go. Oh, and then I come 13th. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a solid so, midfielders. Yeah. So we're like, well, yeah, there's 40 good. people. Yeah. 42 cars in the field, I think, on the weekend. So it was a pretty good race, but it's it's something that I still had the same sort of nerves that I get on a go kart meeting before the oh race, etc. At the start of that race, I was shitting myself. Dead set. Hey, it's like, nah. <laughs> you, you're telling yourself, it's just a game, mate. It's just a game. Don't tell any proper. I had like that, the jitters but... through that first couple of laps and everything, man. It was crazy. <laughs> well, considering we've had previous experience where just, I think this was the first race that we had that none of us got taken out on the first two or three corners. Yeah, yeah that's got, true. I got a long way through before I had any sort of. Dramas. Incidents. It's all good. <laughs> but like even our live stream worked out really well because I didn't realize that you can actually like buy camera angles for Bathurst. So we had some of the supercar camera angles for Bathurst. So we had like the dipper and um uh yeah, I think we... one of the helicopter shots and stuff. Like we had they people program them on iRacing and you can buy it and upload it onto your thing and go, I want to go to that camera angle. So you can pretty much mimic the Foxtel um, broadcast. Cool. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, really it's, cool. it's really cool. The broadcast this weekend, I think, was another level again. Even though Maddie Cav and Tegan have been doing an un- unbelievable job, just having those camera angles and stuff and making it a bit smoother for them um, really did help. Yeah, yeah, it just brought it to mm. another level. Well, I still think we averaged, what, three to 4,000 people, like, have watched the stream, may have not watched all of it live, but if you go to those videos and you see We're how many views, it, yeah. the max I think we had was just over 6,000, and the lowest one I've seen is about three. So we had a pretty good coverage. I mean, hats off to all the people that organized it. They did a really good job. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it um, was something that was sort of started as a bit of a, a fun for people that were missing the racetrack. Um, like a lot of our listeners, they're probably li- missing going to racetracks and, and being a part of that sort of scene. It was um, sort of grew really quickly into something more than a lot of us probably first imagined when we were joining up to go racing with a few mates with broadcasting and advertising. Um, yeah. It, it, and wild cards and being able to drive with supercar drivers, etc. was, it was pretty good. That's the thing that amazed me. I'm like, if you told me when we signed up, like it was just that chat message, like, oh, do you guys want to do an iRacing thing? And then told me that we're going to race with Bryce Forward, Todd, Mad, Todd Hazelwood, you know, Anton Di Pasquale, Macaulay Jones, Warren Luff. About, I wouldn't have thought that we'd have had those guys in our little Northern Territory iRacing series. Thank no, you, no chance. Yeah, and we were yeah. supposed to have a couple more that sort of fell through as well. So it's exciting that we've probably got more if we do another series, if that ends up happening. Um, yeah, there's some more big names that want to be involved with it. And a lot of them were actually quite happy to be involved with it too, which was a bit weird for me as well. I thought we'd be dragging them against their will, kicking and screaming yeah, in there. But, <laughs> but yeah, yeah a lot of them uh, really enjoyed it. I know Mac is keen because he's like, I need lots of practice, obviously, for the supercar series and um he was more than happy to get in amongst all of us and and have a crack and 
and get some more skills on our racing and uh, yeah and I guess it's a good cause as well um, just getting everyone that's missed the track back out there and something to watch as well like I've really enjoyed the E-Series for that reason as well, just being able to sort of see a bit more. Same with watching everyone's Twitch, just seeing the background information about people that you never really get to see on a Foxtel broadcast. Now we're getting a little bit more background knowledge about drivers' relationships. That's probably the biggest thing I've seen, to be honest. Uh, Yeah. Between one another. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who likes who, who does definitely dislikes the other one because they're very happy to give them a brand switch. Um, I was amazed. I was really surprised at the relationship between Anton and Brody Kostecki. Yeah, like, they're those really, guys good. Are good really good. They seem like they're really good friends. They're like, yeah, so they, they do a lot of driver training out at Norwell through yeah, Paul. I was going to say, they bit. seem tied into that whole Paul Morris crew. Of Correct. Yeah, so he's whatnot. kind of yeah. played a big part in getting both of them within the series essentially. So that's kind of, he's that key component too. I guess there's a fair few people come through that space, but yeah, like they'll be at Norwell pretty commonly together. Brody's such a smart guy, like super switched on to mm. him to be running all the setups for the E-series. Like what a cool thing to do for a super two driver. He should have yeah, race. <laughs> I'll peg him for main yeah. game within yeah. a year. <laughs> oh, easy. Let me, let me just say it now. He'll be driving full time next year. I'm nearly sure of it. Yeah. What team do you have your money on then? Sorry? What team do you have your money on for Brody to drive full-time next year? Who is he driving for in Super 2 again? Yeah, Eggleston. Eggleston. There's no room at Triple Eight though. No, Maybe and he's just... signed up with Erebus for co-drive with Antrim. Yeah. That's Will Brown's And they're going to three cars for Will Brown's next year. Yeah. Well, there's talk of maybe yeah, three cars or if Anton's going somewhere else. Well, I don't so. think Anton will if Jamie hangs about, which he is. But if Anton do we think does go somewhere is, else, do they bother they going leave. to three? No. Nah. Yeah. No, nah, there's no yeah, I don't they, think yeah, there's money to go to three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I Even Erebus going to three, I could imagine being maybe a bit of a uncertainty at the moment. I mean, like, well, if he's got sponsorship thing, yeah. at the door, ProDrive? Maybe. I don't want that. I don't know if he's the... Who would they kick out? No, they've just picked the up Molesworth? Feeney as their little young and... Yeah, but Feeney's well, yeah. not ready to make this step no, up. No, obviously not. No, 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 no. I don't think they'll be booting anyone anytime soon either. Or is, yeah, I, don't I guess know Coldsworth is Holbrook's going to retire. He like, you look at the history of He had a second win. He had a second wind in that last thing. Mm. 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 Don't know. But we are at 24 cars or something, right? Yes. So there's still two rec licenses there. And like maybe, I mean, we got to be talking, they've got to start doing something to reducing the cost of it, especially in the climate that we've got at the moment. Yeah. To keep the cars alive, they're going to have to definitely be. Looking at uh, cutting some costs, I'm not. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't come at the cost of shorter races because I think that's the first thing that's going to be on the table. Um, mm. But yeah, hopefully, it's not cutting cost on wear and tear via less kilometers. Um, but I always find shorter races cheapen the series. They do. Mm. It's yeah, like, I think it's like away Formula from One. The... You know, you're doing two hour races, and the supercars are right. We don't do two hour races, but we do like you know 200k races. But if you only did like I remember, well, back in the day on the Friday races when they used to do Friday or Saturday races, and it was like a sixty k race. Oh, like the sixty sixty format. Oh, the sixty sixty format was I a fucking was joke. It makes horrific. it seem like a sideshow. Yeah. yeah, it's not long enough to be like a main event sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's a main game gig. It looks more like Super Twos. Like it's no. yeah. I hope they don't go too far down that path. Like I, I understand if they have to with the climate at the moment and. I'm sure the fans will put up with that if we need to for the next year or so. But I ho- hopefully that's not the first thing that's going to be on the table to cut costs. I hope we're going down the path of freezing maybe some intellectual property. I know that we probably won't push the next generation because there's probably a lot of money in, in building those cars, uh, designing aerodynamics, etc. But I hope they put a freeze on yeah, maybe I think some uprights or something. Like yeah, just to cut people the from developing where now. they are. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, absolutely, just foot down because there's not going to be a series to protect in two no. more years if 
we let these costs keep going out of control. Obviously, there's a financial crisis going on at the moment. Sponsors are going to be leaving in yeah. the tens. Like It's not going to be like one sponsor leaves your car. It's going to be hard to hold on to any of them. So yeah. there's not many industries that aren't affected. Um, obviously, yeah. Hannah's from the, the major events industry. So she, you know, was. that industry has been, yeah, well, was. That industry has been decimated. Yeah, and that's, and that's a, a big industry that this sort of climate's from as well. That's where all the sponsors sort of want to be around is that major events industry. That's where they want the, the massive crowds, et cetera, to get their names on there or whatnot. And they're going to be hard to find at the moment as well because they're all hurting. Like we're just going to look at what we were talking pre-show about with Virgin. Um, obviously, no call on that with supercars at the moment, but they're going to be another one that's going to fall off the supercar bandwagon, obviously, with them going into a receivership and looking to be brought out by another, fingers crossed, an Australian company, but I doubt it's going to happen because they're in so much debt. Well, it's an Australian-owned anyway. Yeah. No, no, but I, I was hoping that it would be brought by another Australian company, but I doubt it's going to happen. It'll be just another massive multinational company that can take on their debt and then gouge us afterwards <laughs> yeah. to make it okay. all back. <laughs> mm. I think Virgin's going to have to go back to like the budget airline model. They won't be a full... Well, they were, they were the... Yeah, see, this is the thing. They weren't a Jetstar they battler. They started off with that when they were Virgin Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah but then they were, airline. they were battling more Qantas than they were Virgin... Uh, sorry, than Jetstar. Yeah. Australia's not big enough to have two major airlines, unfortunately. Yeah, I don't know. Not, not two big full carriers. Like you could have a couple of budgets. Mm. But it's well, be Virgin a while do also we... own Tiger, so don't forget that. Yeah, has yeah. that gone under as well? I mean, they don't even fly to the territory anymore, so I don't. Yeah, they don't know that all anymore. Anyway, the last so. time I flew to Darwin, I flew Tiger. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's because you could get like eighty-nine dollar flights, <laughs> and I paid yeah. for them with Virgin points. <laughs> there you go. Oh, get this, my bro- my brother cancelled his flights with Qantas because obviously he can't fly anywhere. And he yeah. goes, do you want to get points or do you want to get a refund? And he's like, oh, just give me the money back. He got His flights cost him $650 return from Darwin to Brisbane. Mm-hmm. He got $120 back from Qantas. I was going to say, you won't get stuff all back. How? I don't know. He's contacting them and going, um, where's my other, you know. That's got to be a mistake, The rest of my money, like. It's got to be saying, like, you can't just go. It's not yeah. like he can't travel because he doesn't want to fly. He yeah, can't exactly. travel because he can't fly. Mm. Yeah. But back on the Virgin thing, though, like, I think as we were talking sort of pre-show, like, that deal was set to expire this year anyway. Prior and I don't to think this whole... renew that. Yeah, and that's, that, I guess, was my question. It was prior to the whole COVID thing, do we think they would have stayed on? I don't know. I don't so. think so. Virgin was struggling before. I remember saying that last year, going... There was a thing about Virgin's losing. Virgin hasn't yeah. posted a profitable year in a decade. Mm. And supercars isn't exactly dragging in new fans. Why would you want to keep sinking money into it? Like... Oh. <laughs> Tell us what you I really wouldn't think. Be like, <laughs> that There's was no blood. Does it not say straightforward transmitter right there? <laughs> For listener context, uh, we get assigned immediate names on the um, podcasting Mark platform wants to we say use. Something. And- yeah. I'm a, yeah. Apparently, I'm a careful <laughs> moonwalker. I'm not sure what that says. <laughs> Michael's just Michael. very creatively Michael. 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 Yeah. I am just, you know, so you know who I am. In case you go, who's that guy? No. But you know what I mean, obviously. Like, yeah. 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 We, yeah. We, we, I agree. I agree. There's so no sugar coating, but. <laughs> do you reckon Shell will jump back on? We used to have a show, Australian Super. I think we're no, going to go back to no naming rights. They just fuel sponsor saying they just want to do the... Um... They just want to concentrate on Penske. Mm. Yeah, we yeah. Just they want to concentrate on where that <laughs> truck money is coming from. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we've I also got a TV deal coming up as well. It'll be hard to sell. It'll be hard to sell <laughs> anything with supercars at the moment. Like... What TV deal? Yeah. Mm. Well, you've got... We've got basically we've got no naming rights sponsor. Um, we've got no racing going on. We've got one of the manufacturers decided to pull out, so we've got no Holden anymore. Um, yeah. Gen three was meant to happen next year or the year after. Um, we've got a TV deal coming up that's really hard to sell when we don't have any product at the moment. 
we're not in a good spot. No. But no. I don't think Supercars is going to go under because there's too I don't many think people it'll go like under. us. And uh, everyone that listens to the show and everyone that rocks up with the Supercars still like going. In some way or another, it'll the racing will continue somehow. Like In what form that is, God knows. But I hope it's not a form of shorter races. Like when British touring cars started sta- scaling down, you're like, that's not even interesting anymore. Like it's fun to watch. I'd rather have races are so short that you're like, I just don't really care. Go to. I'd rather have eight rounds of longer races than have, you know, fifteen rounds of 120k races. To be honest, though, you got me thinking before about having, like you were saying, less races to save money. I think with the way the calendar is going to need to be rejigged, it's probably more likely we see more races per location to make up the numbers. So it could be interesting. Like we might end up going to like three race rounds instead of two race rounds. But in terms of saving costs, I suspect that even if we do return to racing, the biggest change that you'll see is the fan experience suffer. Like you'll get there and you'll have your normal takeaway food outlets, but you're not going to have all these really cool activations coming up. You, I mean, I do not see a concert going ahead. Like no way would they be running concerts and thinking, money into those yeah. when there's they're flat out you know getting cars around the track it'll just be those kind of things i think you'll miss from the racing um mm. and whether that means don't build grandstands you know potentially it'll just be those kind of changes yeah it's gonna be like you're not wrong. Back in the 90s <laughs> yeah <laughs> well a you're lot of racing wrong. in the it's 90s i remember being at ipswich when yeah. it first opened in what 90 Four, and we went there for a couple of years. 99? Oh, wow. Yeah, 99, 99 was its first year. Okay, it wasn't as old as I thought it was. <laughs> but, you know, like you just go there and all you do is you sit on the hill and you watch the cars go around. And we have been kind of spoiled and just in oh. events, not just racing, that you go to an event. If, if you've ever been to AO, like Australian Open, that thing is insane. Like it's a whole concert series. They had an eSports series attached to it this year. And it's just it's bigger than the sport that it is. And I think that's the kind of stuff you're going to start seeing losses on because they won't be able to sustain that and when all the money's being made in tv anyway for them there's no point yeah yeah i do all that activation stuff is sponsor funded what was that sorry all the activation stuff around the track is that all sponsor funded like if a sponsor wants to do it they pay for it or does Uh, the event sort of subsidize it it'd be a combination depending on who it is so you might have uh series sponsors for example who go look we want to have a merchandise site here we want to do this kind of activation and maybe they'll sign on you know it's it's hard because there's a, there's a balance across a few different things so um say so higher goes we want to be a series sponsor we want to be an emmy right sponsor of this round and this round and we want to have a merch site supercars might go sweet here's the price tag it might be like you know a couple million dollars whatever it is and they hash out the details on the site and go okay we'll pay for power but we'll give you the space you know, okay, yeah. cool. So, so what do you want to do? Okay, that's that's above and beyond, or that's included, and it's kind of on a case by case basis as to what that looks like. Um, mm-hmm. And I guess obviously the more investment they make in the series, the more favors they're going to get. So, if like what you said, these guys start pulling out to start with, there's going to be less space to fill out. Yeah, which might be good for support categories. On the flip side, you might need more entertainment you might have more room for support categories and yeah, those sanction local, fees definitely yeah. help yeah so maybe we just end up with more on-track entertainment which suits me to the ground now <laughs> there was an article um that went out the other week saying that the northern territory government said that we may have a supercar round with fans up here as long as social distancing is abided by because we're one of the few places that have luckily <laughs> Yeah. How are you going to do social yeah, distancing on the hill evil. With, once the bar opens? Social distancing <laughs> out the window, and you know and you guys get full strength beer up there, which is the best part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And our, our bars open up on Friday. You, yeah. You. What do you mean? Yeah. Like well, some of the bars open don't open like this week. And other events. Bars yeah. are open what on Friday. What events don't open on Friday? Oh, you mean no, it no, up no. here? Sorry, just in general. Just uh-huh. in general, all our bars are opening uh, back up on Friday. Bars, yeah. Sorry. Pubs yeah. Gotcha. Pubs yeah. I thought you meant Friday. like on a racing weekend that Friday that don't oh, yeah. serve beers. I was like, you'd be crazy. <laughs> no. no, no, no. I, I'm pretty they sure on a Thursday, early, during, 
They start at like freaking nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure if you went to the Hidden Valley on setup day on Thursday, you could probably buy a beer. <laughs> oh, mate, just, give us a tinny. Give us a tinny. Probably. You can definitely go see friend, friend, the pizza man, and grab a wood fired pizza. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's a ledge. But yeah. But, so interesting. But, you guys can go have a beer at, at the pub. I'm kind of jealous. We're not even close. Yeah. We have to have it with a meal. But it, okay. yeah, yeah, and oh, you're only like allowed Easter. in the bar, and you're only allowed in the bar yeah. for two hours, and then you have to leave. Yeah, right. Mm. Challenge accepted. Yeah. I can get pissed in two hours, easy. <laughs> well, there, there was a photo up. There's a territory means page on Facebook. They put up some funny stuff, but it's like a picture of one guy that's got like a wig on with lipstick, and then he's got like a shaved head, and he's got like a guy's wig on, and then he's got like a d- different girl's wig with curly hair, and he's like. Yeah, you two hours. Let's see how this goes. Check <laughs> mm-hmm. out to the car, change person again. <laughs> For sure. Well, I'm just right. going to say I'm jealous of all you guys down in Victoria because uh, we somehow seem to be fucking it up harder than anyone else. We are going to be the last date out of this, which kind of sucks, but, you know, it is mm. what it is. Thank you, set of meats. <laughs> yeah, that went, that went so, pretty hard, didn't it? <laughs> well, back to the racing with fans. <laughs> Off Do the we serious think it could actually happen? <laughs> I don't see how I mean, it's Hidden, possible. Hidden Valley could because we got plenty of space. It's just I don't know how you're going to do social distancing on the hill. You, I just don't see how they police it. Like, I don't know if we should be doing events with fans. To be honest, I know that we don't a, have no community transmission up here, and it's they're actually rolling back the restrictions on social distancing as well up here. It's not really a big mm-hmm. problem anymore. Um, so social distancing probably won't be a problem for a round, but it's just, it'll be interesting to see how you get supercar teams, drivers, equipment, etc., uh, contractors all in that area without doing two weeks quarantine. Unless it's I just a don't know how they do it. Them, like, you could test them all. Or, um, like I know you could lock off pit lane, but then you what do the pit support lane will be categories do? A hundred percent, you close the paddock. There won't be any access. Be closed, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, more like different... how do you get your support categories who are obviously have to be locals because you won't be able to. You can't do it with all the Porsches and everyone. You can't. It'd just like, be it just, logistics. Is... It would be too too hard. Like it, you that's know a I mean? really like, good point. It, it's literally like five hundred people. Once you really work it out, it's like it's a shitload. Easy. We need to bring. Yeah. Once you got TV cameras and TV crews, um, well, I guess the reporters could probably sit. Valley? Sorry? Do you think they'll just not do Hidden Valley? Because it's probably around that cost. It probably doesn't cost heaps, but it's the transport cost and logistics that is hard. Where you could do only... more rounds at Sydney Motorsport Park. The only way you could run it would be to exclude fans. And I know that you guys would hate hearing that. But if you could find some way to make the event a bubble and mm. kind of decrease the contact of the people from other states into, you know, whoever's there, which is hard when you think about hotels and stuff. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like that's the only Amp way you get pulled off. <laughs> Sorry? Yeah, it just rolls swags Amp out of the back of the transporters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it does, you know. Like, could you set up yeah. camping there? Oh, just like- it's a... It's time it's to kick swamp. it touring car 80s style. You're <laughs> sleeping out the back. <laughs> yeah. You get yeah. eaten alive at night by the midges. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but half of them yeah. are there still at night anyway. Yeah, true. Mm. You think if someone has a crash, like I've been there at 10 o'clock at night, like when we were there with Jake's race car and that, and their supercar teams are still working. Mm. Yeah. So, I well, see. I guess let's, let's have a look at the calendar though and think about this, I guess, a bit more like logically. So let's say Darwin doesn't go ahead. I think we've kind of accepted at this point. Take that back. Townsville's not happening either. Townsville is definitely not happening. Townsville Valley's got more of a chance than. After Townsville, we're looking at Sydney Motorsport Park. That will happen. That's got legs. And that's the night race too. So that's something that you can easily run with very little infrastructure, even if you shot it off to fans. And it had Mm -hmm. great TV numbers last year. I'm I'm starting to hedge my bets on that will be our first event back, if any. Um, and the whole the have started lifting restrictions to be like more TV focused anyway. The whole nighttime thing, it's like correct, hundred percent. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't really get fan 
Like there'll just be no fans at any racetracks for the next three to four months anyway. I don't think it's going to be a thing. I well, agree luckily, with you. I think it's going to be the bubble situation. Following SMP, you've got the bend and no one wants to go there anyway. So that's going to sort itself out. <laughs> Savage. <laughs> I like that place. I've never been, but I like it. I want to go. I mean, the bend needs a bit more facilities, but it was all right. But that's the first of our Enduros as well. And when you think about it, is it smart to go into Enduros with this little racing as we've had this year? There's no way there's going to be testing. Nah. What are the chances but that you I'm thinking that the bend's to a more likely to be The bend's Can better for TV anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, do they do they can the enduro season or rejig it and do a sprint Maybe. format there first, go back later and do an enduro there? I swear Maybe I that's saw something some of our talk of Bathurst well. being the first round with fans back at it or something. But that's because they wrong. definitely yeah. want that. Yeah, they're like, please, please, please. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know logistically how they would manage that. It would be such a nightmare. And I mean, even if restrictions are technically okay when you think about how much the campgrounds are so condensed it's it's a big risk yeah it's october i guess it's like i it all depends on how things pan out over the next couple of months really it's all going to be deterring if we get another um outbreak this flu but season if we can't put fans in the mcg <laughs> right now if we can't fill the mcg then why on earth do we think that we're going to have fans at bathurst supercars hoping i don't think we're going to have fans but the grand final is going to be played without fans. The AFL grand final, no fans. Think about I it. I think, I think people yeah. are like just sort of trying to hold out on like making a call on anything, really, because yeah. you can't really say how it's going to go. If nothing happens for the next two months, then what's the point of keeping restrictions in place? Like, I understand international travel and stuff like that. But, like, if nothing happens over the next couple of months. But I doubt that because people are being idiots. So. <laughs> I, I think we're going to hear a bit more now. I think what's been frustrating at the moment is it almost seems like we've had radio silence where no one yeah. said anything from everyone. Yeah. Like, like all sporting supercars. Um, but we'll restrictions that really just started to be lifted now. At the moment, they couldn't plan anything because you're like, well, we don't know how long restrictions are going to be placed. We don't know how long the borders are going to be closed. Um, but now stuff's sort of starting to kick off and go, okay, we're, res- we're lifting some restrictions. I think every state's now come out and said, you know, some form of restrictions are being eased now. Um, maybe now is the time that we're going to start hearing from the CEOs of these sports going, okay, this is our rough idea now because they've got something to work towards. Mm. Yeah. It probably comes down to the hopeful thing again, but like you were talking about with Bathurst, supercars are hopeful that they're going to have a round. Like supercars will go there and have a round there. They're not going to tell everyone not to buy tickets because they probably, if everything goes right, they may be able to have some spectators there, maybe 5,000 mm-hmm. spectators. They have to put a cap on it, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. they don't want to tell people not to go there. So yeah. they'd rather apologize in a month's time and say, look, it's not going to be spectators, but they don't want to tell everyone the bad news, which is probably already on the table for them. It's probably written in plain yeah. English. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <We're fucked. laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if like the only round that they really try to push for to run this year is Bathurst. Hmm. Like yeah. if we can't run any other race this year, just run Bathurst and go no championship this year, just the Bathurst 1000. Yeah. That, and that would go far with fans. <laughs> it would. It, what was that, Katie? It, it, oh, I said there's going to be some rusty drivers out there with not a lot of seat time going Mate, to the big we'll, just, <laughs> yeah. we'll continue the E-Series, <laughs> roll it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, I'm the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Obviously, allow them to do some testing. Yeah, yeah well, that- I'd have to agree with you though. Like, it seems like the only real linchpin in the season. Like, if you don't run Bathurst, you're going to lose a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Well, there would have to be some sort of like historical moment where we've never done that before. Have like, we ever missed one? Bathurst. I don't think so. I don't think so. I really no. doubt that. People have died in practice and they've still run the race. So. <laughs> true yeah. morbid and true thanks for bringing that up <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> well, it's true. <laughs> like, He's the straightforward transporter. they haven't died on the circuit. Straight transporter. No, no, no. Son. no, no. <laughs> They're always transported off. You could be there. you could be cut in half yeah. and your head missing, but you haven't died at the track. Oh, as as you're outside of those gates. No. In the ambulance. As get him soon out. as you get out of those gates, you're like, he did. He oh, he died at hospital. <laughs> side, side note, as a series, we do have a really good track record of not really killing people in recent times, which is nice. Yeah. Bathurst yeah. was the last one to have a or fatality. Or was it Adelaide? I'm just on Wikipedia. In the more than the 50-year history of the event, only three drivers have died whilst competing at the Bathurst 1000. Competing yeah. in the race competing or the weekend? Yeah, because yeah, the... Uh, Super Two's round or whatever it was called back then, the development series. I remember and, that uh, one. That's yes. yeah, yeah. I don't know. This is just on Wikipedia. I don't remember. Or his is name. he the guy at Adelaide? No. The last one um, Wikipedia is saying is two thousand and six. Oh, Sounds that's about right. that. Yeah. Yeah, Mark that's one I reckon. That was really sad. Yeah, in a development supercar series race. Yeah, Chris Pitter was involved in that one. Hmm. Wasn't he? I don't remember. Uh, I'm not sure. This is very morbid. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, Ash, Ash Cooper yeah. was Adelaide 2008. So he'd be the most recent. Yeah. yeah. That was Tony. Oh, was it? Uh, yeah. Well, so if anywhere on the track where it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, the, the configuration sure. of that turn had, has changed various times since then. So, yeah. you know. It's a, still a dangerous corner for sure, but it's definitely it's not the same as what it was I, back then. Car safety has come a long way in a decade as well. Our track yeah, safety has come yeah. a huge way as well. Like both yeah. of those things, hard devices weren't even compulsory until Ashley Cooper died. Yeah, mm. there you go. So he died of a yeah. a basal skull fracture on secondary impact, which is basically yeah. So as you hit, his head came forward yeah. and apparently actually touched the steering wheel within the harness. This is, these are just things I've read. It's not actually anything I know from first-hand experience. Um, yeah. But essentially, of course, the hands device would disallow the stretching of the vertebrae to that yeah, extent. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Side note, we're taking a real weird track here. <laughs> we have. But there hasn't. Uh, we haven't missed the Bathurst 1000 since 1960. So what happened in 1960? <clears throat> no, no. 1960 was the first one. Yeah. Um, never mind. <laughs> what happened in 1960? Free love and shit. Come on, catch up. <laughs> there was yeah, right. the Armstrong 500. Oh, the 500 miles, I guess. 500 miles. It was 167 laps. So it's actually a little longer. And it oh, took maybe. eight hours and 19 minutes and 59.1 seconds to complete. Jeez. And the um, average race speed was 96.5. Five six kilometers an hour. What <laughs> out! Watch out! Jeez. Compare that to this year's event, where the average speed was one hundred and fifty four point seven four kilometers. Not as fast a... as last year, though. Uh, Two thousand and eighteen, which was one hundred and sixty five point nine one kilometers an hour average speed. Was that to do with more go. or less safety cars, though? Less safety cars, so yeah. it was just flat out. Fabian didn't. Slow everyone down. Fabian did, yeah. yeah that <laughs> dropped a lot last year when Fabian brought everyone down to 20Ks an hour. There were no Debras on the track. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, how glossed over was that in the Inside Line episode? Oh, oh, Jesus. oh Jesus. do we want to jump onto it. that now? Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> well. we seriously. Do I'm bored. Uh, <laughs> I'm so bored of watching that show. To be honest, I, I the last two only watched it. Because I'm done with it because it's too politically correct. And that team is the team that is meant to be the non-politically correct team. They're meant to be the ones that say shit. And they're, they're the just only person that got thrown under the bus in the whole thing is Luke Yildon so far. Luke Yildon, yeah. That <laughs> well, was the only one that wasn't He's not driving the car at Sandown. Yeah, right. Talk about the sacrificial <laughs> lamb. Poor Luke. <laughs> yeah. But I was, yeah, I was, I, I was in a very bored state when I decided to watch um, the inside line. I had, Literally nothing else to do. Um, but it sort of got better, but it didn't. It's a little <laughs> bit more interesting. I was maybe hoping it was going to get better because I was like, cool, we're going into the endurance season. Apart from Sandown, where nothing, uh, uh, not Sandown, like the. No, we didn't do. Yeah, no, don't worry, just ignore that. 
we're going into the endurance season. <laughs> Wait, I was like, cool, we've got the Bathurst, we've got the big controversy there, going to be interested to see what they say about that. And I think the only thing that they said about that was Barry sort of blew up at Adrian Burgess going, that's bullshit. The team said that 17 should get a penalty too. Like you should be penalizing the team, not just one driver giving him a drive through. And that was it. And I was also very surprised that they go, oh, Scott McLaughlin got pole position, did a 203 something. And I'm like, that lap doesn't exist anymore. They cheated. But the other thing is, like, considering how vocal Barry was publicly about the whole Debris thing as well, you make a documentary, you're like, are we not even going to include the things that he said publicly? Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's kind of like I bet there's a lot of good content on the cutting room floor. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it, and that's that's what I was going to with the they're the team that says shit. Like, yeah, Barry yeah. doesn't hold back, and no. Reynolds is the same. Reynolds will say stuff that probably would get him in trouble with most other teams, and has done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but <laughs> he's at Aaron. <laughs> And they let him get away so with it. So mm. that's the, yeah, and, that, and that's that's the beauty of it. And then that's kind of what I went into this documentary expecting was the raw truth uh, about what they thought of what was going on in the in the championship, and we're not getting it, unfortunately. We, they it's didn't more say what I thought anything. Too. But I it, they didn't say anything about like Sandown, like oh Scott McLaughlin starting from the back. Like didn't say anything about that. They also didn't mention anything about jam van gisbergen's tire exploding right at the end do you of think they, this documentary has kind of made what was an interesting season seem really boring yep yes <laughs> it's like nothing yeah. happened nothing happened in that like yeah the more recent episodes they seem like they'd be more exciting and i feel like that comes down to the fact that there was just more there was obviously more investment in those. Like there's more camera time. There's more time on track. There's more, mm. he's us doing media stuff. But again, none of it feels genuine. None of it no. feels behind closed doors or anything like that. And it's just, it all, yeah. Like I just, it's, you're right. Like we, we trust Erebus to be that outspoken, honest, bold team. And in a way I feel kind of betrayed that yeah. who we thought Erebus was is now being shown to us in a way that, we didn't didn't expect to see, and maybe they're not honestly, the rebels that we. Thought I blame they were. supercars. I blame supercars or whoever produced this. I, bet, I like, don't blame Erebus for it. Yeah, I, I don't blame Erebus it. for it. But it's just weird that the to know only what they think of it and whether it accurately person, portrays them as as a team. The only person that said anything that's like, oh, okay, like truthful, was Will Brown when he said, oh, well, you know, Bathurst is sort of a everyone can go for it because Scott McLaughlin's driven away with the series. He's the only time that we've ever mentioned the fact that he's had this huge run, like had 16 race wins, you know, broke the series record. Don't say um, the P word. No, that, that word wasn't there no, at all the whole run. <laughs> Never. Betty kind of talks about it and she goes, at least we're the front holding, but yeah. she still doesn't allude to the fact that, you know, what was going on. Like at least but, we're the front but they like never the, go into that. I think like the wow. first episode, they sort of touched a little bit on it. And I was like, oh, okay, this would be interesting because they go, as soon as we saw that Mustang roll out, we're like, that's not right. But then we don't talk about anything. We haven't talked about any of the adjustments done to the the Mustang at the start of the year where they started clipping it. They didn't talk the about any of the, uh, yeah, they didn't talk about any of the adjustments they did to the whole Hidden Valley or going into Pukekohe. Or the Nissan. Or the Nissan. Yeah. <laughs> well, not yeah, it's, it's it, what did Michael Crusoe call it? The Nissan on the um below the bonnet, the flying fridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like it's just oh, I don't know. I'm just on board. Like I know there's one more episode to go, and I'm kind of like I don't really care anymore. It's same with nah. sidetrack. It's like it's nice you've tried, but it just eh. So underwhelmed. I like the East series. Um, mm-hmm. that was it. It's good. I did watch the um, the podcast you sent us, the Big Esports oh, yeah. podcast with um, Chris. Falache? That Pardon? The one with the one The motorsport, the guys who did uh, the, not yeah. the RNGP and not the OzGP. 
Yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, the one that you linked us to in the message with Chris giving us a yeah, shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, with that Nathan. One I watched... Nathan Prendergast. Yeah. 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 So he's the head of content and TV. Yeah. That was interesting when he's saying how they did do all the TV angles. And then when I found out that we can just buy them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah. he's like, well, I mean, he's got a whole TV crew that they do nothing at the moment. So they can go make the angles. But well, a lot of those really guys good. on TV are contractors. So the guys who actually operate mm. the cameras and stuff aren't actually full time at all. Um, no. You've got a couple of full timers who obviously do like mapping and camera like placement design. Um, but yeah, I imagine their department's quite slim at the moment, to be fair. Yeah, yeah, probably. Mm. Great, great minds in the space, though. Like Nathan's a really like very intelligent character, so much experience. But it's it makes total sense that it feels so much like a real TV series. Listening to what he was saying about how they wanted to build it. That yeah. said, I still enjoy watching Twitch more than I watch the free to air stuff. I have no. <laughs> I have that. I have the live stream like the KO thing on the TV. Like when I say on the TV, it's like on another computer screen in my room, and then I've got. I think I sent you guys photos. Sometimes I've got five or six Twitch streams going on my multiple monitor set up here. Um, I I have Scott Pie going. Sometimes I can watch Scott Pie, but then after a while I'm like, oh man, you can whinge sometimes, man. Sometimes <laughs> stuff I've just doesn't had go his right. Pie. At least he's honest <laughs> yeah. about it. He is. He is. I I actually really enjoy listening to Anton and Brody talk smack. Yeah, they're pretty good. My highlight from it at all has been. Pi and Giz, because Giz doesn't hold back. It's not his Twitch. Post race banter. He, yeah, yeah, he just talks and talks and talks. <laughs> I'm like, hurry up, Giz, get your freaking Twitch going already. <laughs> he doesn't want to, because then he has to worry about that shit. <laughs> I think because yeah. he's over in NZ, so the internet there is just crap. Yeah, he did say that a bit, but mm. yeah, he, and he'll rip into some of the fans and stuff and have a bit of a joke and stuff like mm. that. That was pretty. Did you Just guys quickly, catch that stream I sent through with um, Mitch Evans and and all the other guys? Yeah, it did. That was pretty funny. It had uh, Charlotte Claire in there and, um, like, yeah, it was pretty nuts. It was good. If anyone gets a chance to, like, look that up again, it was so good. <laughs> Just a mm-hmm. lot of banter. <laughs> so they do uh, fun races every couple of weeks. That, or, uh, sorry, multiple times a week, that fellow, that uh, Simon Black, I think it is. Oh, he, the God setup guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so jumping back, he he jumped on Phillip Island when we were doing our Phillip Island round and we were practicing in a open server and he jumped in and, and dropped a setup that we used and it was amazing. So thank yeah. you, Simon. Doesn't yeah. know who we are. It was yeah. fast and it held it tight. Was it was good. Yeah, the tire life was really good on that. But um what was I talking about now before we talked about the God setup? I got sidetracked um, in the God setup. The, the, the session with all guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he makes the sessions and he obviously has a lot of contacts to the these huge drivers. So, like, there's, like, you know, indie drivers, there's Formula One drivers, there's supercar drivers, and he just invites who he wants into the rounds and makes these little fun servers, hosted races for them every sort of once a week sort of thing. They all hop on and then do a couple of different sessions and um, that's where that content come from was – all to do with the um, basically getting all these guys together and having a bit of fun. Like there's no championship on the line or anything like that. Mm. It's just fun. So that that was pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. One thing on the Erebus thing, I think uh, before we move on to another topic, um, my biggest thing with the, the documentary shortcomings probably is a little bit on me as well is the fact that, We've got Netflix Drive to Survive as a measuring stick and then we've got this low-budget Erebus thing that looks like it was decided it was going to be a thing sort of two, three rounds into the season and then they've just tried to piece it together and they've over-sensitized it because the the beauty about the Drive to to Survive is, you know, you get Gunter Steiner going off his brain and telling everyone they're a bunch of fuckheads and blah, 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 (laughs) et cetera. You know, you get that yeah. raw and you can see like he'll go back and apologize for it later. That's what I was expecting from this series is to see Barry Ryan blow his head about a real issue and then come back and go, look, I'm sorry, I blew my head off. This is what we're going to do to fix this situation. That's what I was expecting from the series and we never got it. 
we got. I'm close. surprised Barry Ryan walked out on a couple of rounds. I didn't realize that. Like he went home at Gold Coast on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he left funny. early. But yeah. Do you think it's because yeah. this particular documentary focuses on one team rather than the series? Oh, series. Do you think there's a bit I more think... political correctness around it because of that? But they Probably. don't want to talk shit about everyone else. Yeah. I also think supercars don't have the balls to make something that would be controversial. True. <laughs> That's controversial in itself. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's controversial at all. I think it's pretty common knowledge. Like, they're, opinion. They're in a, a pretty hardcore <laughs> preservation mode at the moment. Like, mm. you know, financial always, issues that we were they, talking they're about. Trying to, they wouldn't make a drive to survive because drive to survive is not family friendly. Yeah, it's a different target. But they're wondering why their audience is declining between, you know, the kind of 20s to 40s bracket. Yeah. yeah. They need to spread the stream. Have Can't bloody the inside line after dark or some shit. Like Big Brother <laughs> after dark. Yeah, I was going to well, we're going to watch the shower now. <laughs> Speaking to the portalers, be like, oh, race, you know. <laughs> Come join me and Scafey in the shower. <laughs> if you you can do something like (laughs) something cool for the series like that you know like do do the inside look of okay this is what we do for a driver's briefing this is what it looks like hey here's Mm. race control here's the chatter that actually goes on like humanize that that's something that like i get that there's some sensitivity around there's certain people within that space who might be volunteers for example where you've got to be you know like conscious of them and like their identities that hopefully copy any flack or anything like that but that i think would be more valuable than what we're currently seeing i agree 100 like watching some of the formula one drivers briefings is one of my favorite things to do and they don't put enough of them out Mm. um it's definitely something from supercars could really be doing because it's something you can uh, see what the issues are in the driver's heads and they tell the to see the way they interact with each other too. Like you can yeah. see when someone complains about something, you got like Sergio at the back of the room, like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but you a big part like, on that is like how popular the, um, the team owners press conferences are. Whenever they throw yeah. those in, everyone's gagging for that. You know, yeah, like that's, yeah. that's what the fans want. They want to see more people with more opinions that don't feel like they're, they're being filtered, which right now yeah, we're yeah. just for this filtered crap. Well, yeah, everything's yeah. filtered through supercars. Everything. That's like, why I like when it's live. Yeah. Like the press conference, like the journal comment, <laughs> like. Yeah, I was about know? to pick up that. Mm. Uh, we were talking about that cool. on Saturday. If yeah. Scotty said "fuck" on TV, now he'd probably get fired by Penske. I think he'd get fined in community service. I don't think they'd fire him. He's the golden boy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I mean, like. <laughs> Gary Rogers went and made stubby coolers and shirts and thongs with it on it. Penske wouldn't do that. Still selling them to this day, I believe. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe when we're in Adelaide that the Gary Rogers merch truck was still there. You're like, stop, no one's buying your Volvo shirts, all right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, mate, the Brock merchandise truck still shows up everywhere and, and they still make a living. Yeah, yeah. but... The problem no is, one... I reckon I've seen the same Volvo shirt, like the exact same one, not like a copy, but the same one. Yeah, about six times. Next, <laughs> the next round at the supercars I go to, and I see it, I'm just going to get a little red and just I'm stick it on. Just smiley put a little mark on it. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done that last. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was kind of like, oh, you know, when they left Volvo, you're like, oh, okay, you still got leftover stock, but it's been years now, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stop lying to us. Two different driver lineups since then. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, he was the golden child for them too. <laughs> he was meant sure. to bring him back to Christmas. <laughs> did then he fucked off anyway? Um, yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't you have honestly for the money? Of course you would have, yeah. and for the name. Once oh, Volvo left, so was Scotty. Scotty's too good to not be in the factory team. Speaking yeah. of, of Penske, what's your thoughts on Nick Perkat coming out with this story about shit Penske should have been me? Did you guys read this? I what? read, yeah. So he he got an offer to drive, in, was it instead of Fabian? 
He got an offer to drive for DJR before he signed with Walkinshaw. Yeah, and that's right. Car deal. Yeah, and he would have gone in the first year of um, Penske ownership with Scott Pye, uh, instead of Scott Pye. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. And at yeah. the time he said they were looking at signing with some big American team, wouldn't tell him who. He didn't kind of, he was like, yeah, kind of cool, but tell me more. They wouldn't. So he went, no, I'm going to go with Walkinshaw. Yeah. What a different path that could have been. Mm. I I don't rate I don't, know. Like, don't get me wrong. I don't hate the guy or anything, but I don't rate him as a Scotty. Like Scotty, when he was in the Volvo, could Hi, out, he outdrove every at McLaughlin. When McLaughlin. He, he outdrove every every person that was in the car beside him. You know what I mean? Like in the team garage. Nick mm-hmm. has struggled a bit with. Uh, when Slady was there, Slady was outperforming him. When you know, like now he's not on the same this level, I don't reckon. Yeah, no. this year that's not the equivalent though. Really... Like Scott McLaugh- that wasn't Scott McLaughlin's year. That would have been Ambrose Pie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I know. That. Saying but that even I then, like Pence- I don't think he would have gone straight to. All I'm saying is, if he had gone to Penske at that stage, he probably would have had the same thing as Pie. Pie was yeah, like been- a sack in seconds. Like, see you later. You're done. They did the only reason why Pye continued on is because um, Ambrose pulled out. Mm. Yeah, exactly. That he would have been an intern driver until a a list driver come on the market, and it's exactly what they did. Yep. It could, but I do agree with you, Hannah. It could have been a very different, like he would have put him towards the front, and he would, would have made have put him put him in a way better car. <laughs> yeah, he would have been. In a, I, I feel like, like Scott had a great. Good. Scott dragged up that car a little bit on the initial. Like, they obviously had a learning curve, which any new team is going to have. I don't think they would have had as steep of a learning with a driver like Nick. And, again, it's not to offend anyone. I think I'd probably place Scott's but, talents above his in terms of development. Yeah. I think it mm. took a while for Ludo and Scott to start working together well as well. Like, Yeah. Well, you just go look at Fabs and Scotty at the start. We're very equal. Yeah, yeah. Fabs was, was even the performer of the team for a bit. It was a bit yeah. like, yeah. I'll keep talking until about they Scotty. Car, but... <laughs> yeah, until they get their car set up right for Scotty and then all of a sudden Scotty can find an extra two tenths somewhere at every no, track. Every meeting. <laughs> Fabs mm-hmm. could have done like a Nico and sort of like had that one year where he'd come out and he's actually good. I just think like when Scotty's comfortable, he's <laughs> got that, that extra bit that nobody else can touch him with when he's really comfortable no. in his car. He's I just... thought Fabian's big chance was the year that they ended up having the twins. And the second that was announced, I was like, nah, he's done. And then, and that's yeah. fine. Maybe, it's just maybe so much down. in your life that you Children can't just be that sole yeah. one track focus. Yeah. And to be fair, like, the worst you, God, you know, <laughs> maybe they'll move back to America and, and do whatever. And he'd be fine doing that now because he's had so much under his belt. Like he's won fucking yeah. everything. That's cool. Of course you wouldn't. You, of course mm, you'd go. Yeah. You have an Indy car drive. You have to be two in now for Indy or what? Oh, for sure. Like he's gone. He probably breathed it. But the, do you um, think? Do you think next year he'd go there if there's been this little? Happy did. He was in like third or fourth. Fourth. Yeah. Fourth, so yeah, it wasn't really a Brad. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just using his words. Yeah. Okay. But do you, do you reckon with as little racing as we've had this year, would Scott What the go oh, to got some ghosts, I'm out of here, y'all. <laughs> okay, for those of you who can like hear us and not see us, the lights just went out of JD's place. <laughs> yeah, man. Scotty Mac go to IndyCar next year, only having done three rounds in supercars this year. I don't I think it'll depend on sponsorship. I think it'll depend on depend the offers on... too. Like, if supercars look as going down the drain, you'd be like, "Yep, I'm out." What if Penske despise mm-hmm. it? <laughs> <laughs> well, can he buy Virgin? Quit life. If Penske buys everything, I'm out. <laughs> like Penske only buys businesses that make money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't reckon he'd go. I reckon he, he'd be like, "I want to do more." More. Mm. No, I, I think he wants indie. He wants indie pretty bad. I reckon he'd go. I reckon if he got the offer, he'd go because 
if he's going to be a competitive seat and a competitive engineer. Well, he's young too. He, he'll want to go the first opportunity he gets. He's like, I can always come back and do this shit. Look at Wind Cup. True. I agree. What is Michael just... What's he Googling? Uh, the no, 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 nothing. I've just sort of seen something on the the Supercars website where BP's um, giving a fan a chance to become a wild card at the Supercar E-Series. Oh, that's stupid. Why are you stupid? <laughs> Do it. I, I more said it to like for Nathan or someone like fast in our group. Yeah. Well, I, who else? Oh, sorry, this is probably a little bit inside because um, Hannah, you've not been racing with us. But to mention actually, because there's a ladies race that was on the weekend. My wife did pretty well in that. I think she we need to second. team you up. I'm going to get a, yeah, she got second. I think we need to tee you up with a wheel down there. Um, someone's wheel and computer that you can borrow so you can get some practice if they do another one. Head out to uh, Thomas Randall's place. Get some, yeah, go get to some Thomas Randall. Go um, simulation or whatever it is. Hey, yeah. Tommy. I don't, I don't know where Bryce is, but maybe we can hit up Bryce and jump on in a couple of nights a week and uh, have a crack. <laughs> well, I, look, in Victoria, we can now have five visitors to our houses. So technically, if any of those guys are listening, <laughs> and my driver coach, I can pay in bait goods. Yeah, well, there, there you go. We need to get you on the wheel, but um, yeah. where was I going with it before we went off into? I don't know. I'm just talking about the you can win a wild card. Oh, I think I think so. We were talking about because I think Nathan should actually give some of these a crack. He <laughs> should, been, but yeah. he keeps saying, oh, "I'm not quick. I'm not quick." It's well, like when you follow people, you get quicker. Like, <laughs> he practiced like twice in a a week. And we're still as fast as, well, faster than Macaulay Jones. Yeah. Uh, like the last couple of weeks, he's missed qualifying pole by what, like a tenth or two? Oh. Like he's been quick. Yeah, he's been very quick and he's not practicing. Like he's barely no. practiced. He practiced Friday night, I think, for a little bit. And then Saturday, he barely, and he probably exactly maybe have a rig as such. It's a Logitech no, wheel on a table. He's bolted it to the table and his pedals aren't even bolted to the ground. They're slipping around the ground underneath his table. (laughs) (laughs) And he's as fast as all these guys with like tens of thousand dollars worth of gear that are in full sims. (laughs) So this iRacing comp, right? You got to go on to Phillip Island, set a valid lap, and the winner will be selected out of the top five fastest lap times set by an Australian resident. Not even New Zealanders. Because the internet shit. Nah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Does anyone else worry about the fact that Gears is still and everyone's talking about supercars coming back? He would just have to come back and do two weeks quarantine. That's all you have to do. We're going well, to know come out. two weeks in advance of a round happening that it's happening. Yeah, this is oh, no, true. Yeah. He so. did, I did listen to him on Scott Pye's chat the other day and he did say he's thinking about coming back pretty soon. He's mm. like, as soon as they lift the hotel um, or something like that, having oh, a quarantine. quarantine. That's... Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I think that's like, the thing, though. That's yeah. what's going to protect. He's got a house on the Gold Coast. Like, you think you'd be able to quarantine in a home. Mm, I yeah. think the problem is people weren't abiding by it. Yeah, that's the problem. That's, people weren't doing that's it. That's what's going to – The we could get all the, you know, community spread out of the way, Is but we need to keep that mandatory quarantine when you come in. I don't he's international too. Yeah, yeah, and I don't trust people to. Isn't it at New Zealand house. down to basically no cases, but yeah, they're still in level three though. Like they shut down it way is. quicker and harder than any of us. Yeah, they couldn't get Uber Eats for weeks. Dreadful. Really? Yeah, I've been surviving off that Uber. <laughs> Barely any Uber Eats it's, in my house. It's so bad because it's, it's so expensive. Uber Mac is very, oh man, so much. <laughs> <laughs> and then you sit By there the way, we, we like, don't, oh, we don't, get we don't like Uber just well. quietly. We're not <laughs> fans of Uber anymore. We Uber what dead happened? to me now. Uber oh, fired uh, three and a half thousand staff this week, and one of them was my housemate. Oh, really? Yeah. Shit bags. So Deliveroo, guys, get your. Money. Menu log, delivery, go nuts. Menu log, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they're up here. Why are they firing people? (laughs) The menu log's up here. Yeah. Why are they firing people? They must be making the biggest profit they've ever made. In eats, not rides. 
So they're closing all the offices, uh, which are mostly geared towards right. rides. Yeah. Uh, they're closing all Australian and New Zealand offices. It's like, it's nearly 4,000 jobs. Yeah, that was yeah. really naive, me just said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I only use the eats part. I don't use the rides part. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I did have the same thought as JD. Then I was like, wait a minute. Don't say that. Yeah. I use my <laughs> Well, guys, um, we're sort of been rattling on. We've talked about COVID a lot now, but we have hit the over the one hour mark. So I'm going to wrap us up. Cool. <laughs> so thank you very much for joining us, guys, and for everyone listening. Thank you very much. If you guys listening, please. Write in, give us something to talk about. Like, ask us some questions. We'll we'll do it. We're we'll gonna do a Q and A episode. Over. It has to be the Q and A birthday episode is gonna be the thing. I'm just gonna. Right, that's it next. I guess that's next fortnight. So get all your <laughs> questions in. Uh, We're gonna get loaded, you. except for Michael. We're gonna answer you your going? questions. It's gonna be great. Actually, it will be. What date is it? Roughly, we'll just make uh, it. It will be like the twenty fifth. Okay. Cool. Cool. Cool, 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 That's cool, our recording cool. date. It'll be released on the 27th, guys. <laughs> no doubt, no, so doubt, get no your, doubt, no doubt. Get your questions <laughs> into us before the 20... By the 24th would be nice. Of it's, May, for anyone listening in the future. May. Of, yeah, yeah, anyone in the future. If you're not, the 24th of May, 2020. <laughs> not that I'm sure you're going back in like 2021 like, oh, shit, I really want to listen to some people rattle on about, about, about this are you really missing that in my life <laughs> i need four random people i don't know just banging on in my ear for an hour fuck oh. yeah wait for it <laughs> <laughs> all right guys thank you very much so yeah like i said hit us up on our facebook facebook.com forward slash breaking late you can check us out on instagram we are breaking late podcast um, or you can head to our website, we're breakinglate.com, or you can flick us an email at breakinglate at gmail.com. Thank you very much, and we'll be back in a fortnight's time. Catch you guys later. See ya. See ya. Yeah. Yeah.